Happy birthday, everyone, and welcome to the Happy Birthday Podcast with your hosts, Jackie and Dan, the number one podcast on ApplePodcast.com, dedicated to the birthdays you know and love. So without further ado, take it away, Dan. done this impression out loud yet just in my head <laughs> good that's, that's i'm really case. good at just hearing <laughs> in my mind's <laughs> eye hearing it this is the happy birthday podcast i'm dan november 10th is that ben shapiro no i was trying to do michael barbaro from the daily i don't i don't mm, i don't okay that. i could do a, do ben, a shapiro ben shapiro if you want. um first of all podcasting is podcasting it's not gay <laughs> That's nice. <laughs> and I'm Jackie, October 12th. Do Barack Obama. Oh, I used to be able to do that pretty good. Um, uh, listen, <laughs> wait. That's not Barack Obama. Pokemon, go to the polls. Don't vote for Mitt Romney. Wait, hold on a second. I'm going to Pokemon go to the bathroom if you don't get uh, this impression <laughs> reined in. Um, do you want me to do Ben Shapiro again? No. Let's start the show. I am starting it right now. <laughs> knock, knock. Who's there? The Happy Birthday Podcast. Mm. Starring me. Starring November 10th. producer Paul, September no. 20th. Before we get down to the goofing around, do you have any birthday news you want to get out of the way? Oh, yes. I should look some up. What, what do you got, Jackie? Today is my cat's birthday. Frankenstein, he's one year old. Okay, talk about how you met Frankenstein. Well, I went to the pound. I said, give me your rottenest cat, stinkiest, smelliest one. And they said, we got you. Here he is. He was born on this day, which is also the day I got engaged last year. So happy birthday, my engagement. Okay, I got a little fun birthday news story for you guys. Um, This one comes from Yahoo News. I don't know, everybody likes Yahoo News, right? Big diaper. Yahoo! So this is from the Jeff Bezos publication. Everybody loves Jeff Bezos. This one comes out of St. Louis. Uh, Girl 12 dies after being swept away by floodwaters following birthday party. What does that have to do with Jeff Bezos? It was her birthday party. It was Jeff Bezos' birthday party? He owns Amazon. Yahoo. Next. I thought he owned the Washington. uh, He owns Yahoo. Prove it. Hey, Siri. Siri. Hey, Siri. I'm sorry, Jacqueline. I can't do that. Who owns Yahoo? I didn't get that. She doesn't know. She's not sure. Yeah, it's not. It's it's just no one owns it. Yahoo. It's just like on the computer. Okay, here we go. Birthday party turns into shootout at Zion Hills Apartments. Where is that? Israel. Uh, Also, (laughs) also St. Louis. So we're getting a lot of birthday. Yeah, bad day for a St. Louis birthday. Sorry for all our. uh... (laughs) These are within the last two days, and these are separate birthday parties. What did you search? Birthday party. <laughs> I just type in birthday party and I go to the news tab and there's always a shooting or a child's death at a birthday okay. party. <laughs> well, there's never going to be good news about a birthday party because what is there to report? You know? Best birthday party of the year. Yeah. Ask and ye shall receive. Here's one from the Shawnee Mission Post. Coolest baby ever. <laughs> <laughs> Nuff said. Lenexa family's unique first birthday. What did the baby do to be? Is it smoking? 
Uh, no, it's... Oh, my God. You guys are actually going to love this. I got to open this one up. Typically, I don't open these stories, but... Oh, my God. Okay, you're going to love this. He's eating a cake that is made to look like a Dean's French onion dip. <laughs> it looks like he's eating straight dip. Dean Kastner's family really loves their dip. Is this a Midwest thing? Should we explain what Dean's dip is to everyone? I think it's that's not... a nationwide well, This is from Shawnee, so. Uh, this is the coolest baby in the world right now? Yeah, he this looks is the trash. This okay. is the most trending baby. <laughs> this baby's dog water. Here, I'll send you the link so you can get a good look at it. We could we could also start the show anytime. Here's this quote: "We like food in this family." Kelsey said, laughing. So we did a <laughs> Dean's Dip theme, and it was called Dean's Dipping Into One. Dean's Dipping Into One. Yeah, hold Dean's Dipping Into One back there. <laughs> Baby's first dip. That's some serious journalistic integrity to add that they were laughing as they. Because what was the line? Yeah. Like we oh, like well. food in this family. Because to add that they're laughing, that that lets it know that they weren't like we like food in this family. <laughs> okay. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Speaking of none of that, Jackie. Yeah. Did you know that it's not just the birthday of the coolest baby in the world today? It's also the birthday of some very cool celebrities. No way. And one of them I want to tell you all about, but I don't want to just tell you who it is. I want you to do this thing where you try to guess who it oh, is that I'm thinking about. Oh, okay. Okay. So, go ahead. Okay. Um, is it Carrot Top? No. Dang. But once again, I do want to tell you that although the jolly good fellow that I'm thinking of is quite different than Carrot Top, somehow mm-hmm. the energy is similar. The vibe is on? Okay. The vibe is on. I felt that. Something was tingling. So this is, I'll just come out and say it. There's no other, there's no beating around the bush here. It's a guy, all right? Oh, the male okay. celebrity, all right? Yeah. Um, he's no longer with us. Mm-hmm. He died, I believe, 12 years ago. A dozen years okay. ago. Okay. Um, he uh, would be known for being on the television, okay. though not for, for his being on a TV show, but he was on TV a lot. What could that mean? He wasn't on a TV show, but he was on TV a lot, so he was on <coughs> the news? No. What's uh, in between? Commercials. They... Yeah, there we okay, go. Okay, okay. Uh, so who is it? Not Carrot Top. Not um... Carrot Top. He's funny, high energy. Uh, oh, oh, uh, the ShamWow guy. Not the ShamWow guy. Billy Mays. Billy Mays! Didn't he do, I thought he was the, wasn't he the original ShamWow guy? Well, maybe that's the case. I don't know. But there, the ShamWow guy was a guy named Vince. Yeah, he yeah. beat that prostitute to death. Right. Not to death. Yes, he did. Not to death. Yes, he did. Hey, Siri. Did you just get an Apple Watch or something? I did. Okay. <laughs> Can you tell? When would you get it? Like a couple days ago. Well, you better watch out for, uh, wait. Just Keep pr- leave it in. Leave it print- in. Yeah, pretend that that was a better segue. <laughs> yeah, so Billy Mays. You remember Billy Mays, right? Mm-hmm. I would try to do an impression of him, but I think that's a little played out, and he's deceased. Mm. Do you know much about the circumstances of his passing? Uh, Didn't he, like, do a bunch of coke on an airplane or something, and his heart exploded? Yeah, more or less. But actually, I'm going to shed some light on that, and I think this is more than that Siri watch of yours could tell you. She does not know much. I asked her if my cat could have bread, and she was like, dogs can have a little bit of bread as a treat. And I was like, bitch... I don't have a dog. I would like to tell you a little bit something about the birthday of Billy Mays with a recurring segment featured in every episode called Birthday Bios about Billy Mays. If you tuned into the boob tube in the first decade of the new millennium, I don't need to tell you that Billy Mays is indeed a household name. 
His hoarse, banshee-like squeal delighted millions of Americans who were too inert to change the channel during commercial breaks. Sadly, the good times came to a sobering end in 2009 when, shortly after sustaining head trauma during a turbulent flight, Billy Mays passed away in his sleep at the ripe young age of 50. And that was that. Or was it? As with all famous men's deaths, there's more to his passing than meets the eye. So let's commemorate the late Mr. Mays' birthday by taking a deep dive into his death. William Nilly Mays was born on this day in 1958 in Jupiter Jack, Pennsylvania. After dropping out of middle school, Billy spent decades working as a door-to-door septic tank salesman until his chaotic charisma landed him a lifetime contract as the spokesman for the as-seen-on-TV cleaning product OxyClean. BM would go on to hawk thousands of products during his brief moment in the limelight, but it was OxyClean that put him on the map and would ultimately be his fatal undoing. As Mays began to lend his signature divorced dad energy to the series of high-octane detergent commercials, he couldn't have begun to imagine the sinister machinations afoot. For you see, the Oxy in OxyClean was not oxygen, but oxycodone. After washing a load with OxyClean, the user's garments would slowly leach trace amounts of the opiate into the skin. While attempting to build an honest career as a product pitchman, birthday boy Billy had unwittingly become the horseman of the nation's opioid epidemic. OxyClean's parent company, Perdoned Industries, had not set out to create a revolutionary new laundry substance, but instead to revolutionize substance abuse in America in the interest of their shadowy corporate overlord, Purdue Pharmaceuticals. Billy Mays was their ticket into the working-class American bloodstream. Purdue and Perdoned's devious plan worked wonders as millions of citizens across the heartland doused their clothes in OxyClean and opened their openings to opioids. December 31st, 2008, the annual Pitchman's New Year's Gala. Billy was the belle of the ball, holding court as he sucked back champagne and demonstrated his latest pet product, the Jupiter Jack-Off. As he boozily bumbled down the ballroom hallway in search of the boys' room, Billy accidentally happened upon a secret backroom meeting where the heads of Purdue and Perdone detailed their plans to get every American citizen hooked on opiates by the year 2021. Mays had always prided himself on being a man who would do anything for a buck, but this was too much. The next morning, Billy Mays emailed his superiors to tender his resignation and declared that he would go public with everything he knew. The big pharma fuckers weren't going to go down that easy and hired a team of the best hitmen in the country to keep tabs on Mr. Mays's every move. By that summer, Billy had compiled a 2,000-page report on the OxyClean scandal and was ready to fly to Washington, D.C. with his findings. As he settled into his business class seat, a friendly flight attendant poured him an orange glow margarita and helped him get his luggage into the overhead bin. But this flight attendant was no flight attendant. He was a hitman. And as he placed the maze suitcase in the bin above, he also loaded it full of heavy-duty bowling balls. Oh no. The sleepy spokesman dozed off mid-flight while the hitman snuck into the cockpit and slipped the pilot a $50 bill, ordering, Go ahead, Cap. Let's get turbulent. The crooked captain obliged, jerking the aircraft into a frenzied rocking motion. The overhead latch lifted and eyewitnesses recall Maze's noggin being bludgeoned by dozens of bowling balls. Soon after, Billy Mays entered eternal life, his death certificate reporting his cause of death as, quote, definitely not foul play. As we celebrate the birthday of this mighty media personality, let us not dwell on his integral role in sowing the seeds of a devastating drug epidemic, but instead let us honor his contributions to good old-fashioned American consumerism. And on that note, I'm going to encourage everyone to log on to OxyClean. Well, not OxyClean, because the um some of the other stuff he sold that might not be available, but you should just just buy something um, online today in honor of Billy Mays. Wow. 
Or at least from the the end cap at Walgreens that says as seen on TV. So can I still get the oxy version of OxyClean? Just asking. I that I'm not sure. I mean, that is kind of a plot hole. <laughs> Because <laughs> I, I think that stuff is still available. I'm sure they changed the recipe. But. Yeah, because I think it's the, the they they did uh, the damage is done right. Yeah. I mean we're oh, all yeah. we're we're all opioid addicts, and big, I think by the big, end of the big, year, big, 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 yeah, big, big time. Yeah. So he started uh, as a septic guy. Yeah, you're telling me. Okay, so not quite men's room attendant, but men's room adjacent. Yeah, similar, with similar field. So, yeah. Well, it's not my theme. It's just the theme of men's yeah. lives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. I mean, it's a synchronicity other... that women cannot understand. No. I wonder what the breakdown on that is. You know, they, they you say you spend a third of your life asleep or two-thirds of your life asleep, whatever it is. I wonder what percentage of your life you spend in the men's room. Well, that's not a percentage. That was a fraction what you said. <laughs> well, you divide it and then you get the percentage. No problem. Half there. one divided by two is fifty. Yeah, I guess it would be the other third. Let's take a short moment and just do that math, and then we'll be right back. There's no better feeling in the world than rolling down the open road all day and all night. And as I drive down God's greatest creation, US 41, I can't help but notice all the beautiful roadkill that graces the side of the highway. What the heck kind of critters was them? And how long they've been out there bleaching in the sun? Any meat left on them bones? Back in my day, a fellow would go to his grave, never knowing the answers to these questions. But now there's a new app called Carcass Shark that takes the guesswork out of roadkill. When a pretty piece of mutilated mammal catches your eye, just pull your F-150 over, point your smartphone camera at the critter in question, and Carcass Shark takes care of the rest. They were like, what's this over here? Squirrel. Killed three days ago at 75 miles per hour. Edible meat. 6.6 ounces. Oh, and hey, check this out. Albino deer. Killed 28 days ago at 90 miles per hour. Edible meat. 37 pounds. Warning. Meat may smell and have bugs. Oh, this one looks interesting. Human guy. Killed 0.25 days ago at 30 miles per hour. Edible meat. 416 pounds. Download Carcass Shark today and you'll never not know what the heck that sloppy pile of blood and guts is that you just can't look away from as you put the pedal to the metal rolling through God's country. He went next door to buy a pasty. Really? I did ask him not to eat while we were recording. Um, and listeners, I did. I was eating a Starburst during one of the takes uh, in last week's episode, and I did give one of the Starbursts to producer Paul, and he very, very much was eating it into the microphone, and I would like to apologize for that. He's about yeah. to come back with a pasty, which is like a, a meat empanada, but it's big. Yeah, it's, it's got a like big... rutabaggies in it and stuff. Yeah, it's a heavy brown Here meat pumpkin. There it is, eating right out of the sack. Uh, I did promise the listeners that you would not be eating into the microphone this episode, so if you could... Well, we'll cut it out. <sighs> we can cut out the eating. You could just mute yourself. <clears throat> I can't. Hey! You. Welcome. Oh, you welcome. Oh, I was supposed... To... Oh, I did. Okay. And it was some commercial, and welcome back. Uh, tell you I what... welcomed. Yeah, tell me what. Are you feeling welcomed? Are you feeling lucky? Punk. You want to maybe guess uh, whose birthday it is? Uh... You laughing at me? There's no one else here. You must be laughing at me. 
Are you talking to me? Shit. I got the <laughs> Do I amuse you, punk? Yeah, I'm welcomed. Yeah, I'm ready to guess whose birthday it is today. Hey, guess whose birthday it is. <laughs> okay, I'm going to. Oh It's it's gonna be raw, just like probably the inside of that pasty that producer <laughs> Paul's eating. Not actually raw, but it's just so frozen. Yeah. Um. Today is the birthday of Ooh. Fran Drisher. Wow. I got it. Hey Siri. Hold on. Hey Siri. When is Fran Drescher's yes. birth? When is Fran Drescher's birthday? Fran Drescher was born September 30th, 1957, and is 63 years old. 9-11, baby. Nice. Uh, nope, <laughs> not her birthday. I hope you appreciated that I guessed a woman. I was trying to get some female representation. Eh, is it a woman? It seems like tokenism, but... It was. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Um, It's not a woman. He is a man, and he's dead. So. Kind of in my wheelhouse there. I okay. love a dead man. Uh, he died, actually, on his 68th birthday, which is wow. very unfortunate. Oh, wow, 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 wow. Yeah, that's, really. no, that's, that's a special thing to die on your birthday. I, yeah. Sorry, no, he he died nine days after his birthday. Oh, okay. But I he didn't, I make, knew, it, he didn't make it to enough. 69. Oh, he must have been on his deathbed like, not nice. <laughs> um. <laughs> um, let's see. He was born on this day in 1850. Died old uh, guy. I wrote down he died in 2918. I think perhaps <laughs> I meant 1918. He's still alive. <laughs> yeah. Good man walking. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Today would have been his 171th birthday. Well, let's think about what field this guy must have been. Was he a he, politician? Was he, he a was writer? He was an American businessman. Okay. Oh. He he patented some goods. He sold those goods. He invented some new packaging techniques for those goods. J.C. Penny. Close, in the sense that it's a initial, initial, last name type oh, of guy. Oh, I love that. Why do okay. people's names, men's names used to be that? Because he had a cool. really stupid name. H.G. So. Pennypacker. So he invented the cardboard box, you said, or packing penis or whatever it was. Kind of. He's mainly known for selling and packaging something that didn't used to be packaged, okay? They packaged it in tinfoil. And then they started also selling tinfoil, if Pasties. that helps. Oh, John Jacobs Reynolds? Yes, R.J. Hey! Reynolds. There we go, John. Yeah, R.J., right. Bonus points, do you want to guess what the R.J. stands for? John Jacob. <laughs> Very no, close. I'll guess it. Well, you said it's like a bad first name. It's a bad middle name, if you ask okay, me. Okay, what about Reince or Rance? Either one. Okay. Jeshua. It's very, very close. Rance Jeshua is very close. His name was Richard Joshua Reynolds. I can't believe you got that, honestly. Yeah, that was really yeah, good. Yeah, me either. It's I, it helps a that shot I, in the dark. It does help that I do have some tinfoil in the house myself. I couldn't really fit this into the um, bio, but he married his cousin's daughter, who was 30 years younger than him. So, (laughs) like a king. Well, was she hot? Oh, yeah. Smoking. (laughs) Oh! (laughs) You get it? You can't really blame guys. Like, I don't think people knew many people outside their own cousins back then. No, yeah. And. (laughs) You know, you watch a girl grow up into a woman, you can't help but, you know, lust for her. (laughs) Growing up, I knew a lot of people, and I still had a crush on a lot of my cousins. Yeah. I'd love to tell you some more. 
Yeah, I'd like to know more. And I think it's cool. You used the word synchronicity earlier. I don't know if we're going to end up cutting that out or not. But you use that word. And there is some synchronicity with Billy Mays and John Jacob Reynolds, how they're both kind of product men. Paul, men, stop with the crinkles. Because it's stuff that they bring, like they brought stuff into people's houses that you can use in your house. Right? Right. Yes. Yeah. Yep. But I don't know anything more than that. I knew the guy's name, obviously, but I didn't know about the... <laughs> Cousin, I don't know anything. I don't know anything about him. Let me tell you about R.J. Reynolds in a little segment I like to call. Uh, I wrote down this. I wrote down pissy lung water. I was gonna try and work that in, but I didn't get to. So we'll just call it pissy lung water. It sounds like an English town in the English countryside. Could you mute yourself or just not chew for like f- four minutes? Thank you. R.J. Reynolds was born in Rock Spring Plantation in Patrick County, Virginia. His father was a wealthy slave owner who sold tobacco crops. When Richard Joshua R. was old enough, he sold his shares of the family business and began a competing business of his own, the R.J. Reynolds Tobacco Company. He's regarded as the innovator behind the concept of the first pre-packaged cigarette, as well as the camel cigarette, which used Turkish papers, offering a bold new flavor at an extremely undercut price from the competition. The Turkish cigarettes were such a hit, no pun intended, that Reynolds employed a team of innovators, ranging from housewives to French sommeliers, to team up and find the next new wave of popular, bold flavors for the American Tobacco Company's new line of cigarettes. Now, as you know, here in 2021, there isn't much available on the market as far as flavored cigarettes. You can still get uh, Turkish cigarettes, some variations of menthol, and then, you know, just plain tobacco. That's about it. The complete and recent list of banned cigarette flavors is available on the ATF website. And if you scroll back far enough, you can find the very first list, the meeting minutes of the R.J. Reynolds Company Cigarette Flavor Think Tank. And guess what? What? I have that list here for you. I could have guessed that if you had given me a chance. Okay, let's do it again. Guess what? I already know what could be said. So here is that list. Uh, we've got the top five banned flavors of cigarettes in 1892. Here we go, number five. French possum. Uh, the notes on this, it was too smoky, it said. That was one of the notes. Um... And the flavor profile of French possum tobacco. I don't know if that's like the fur they've gotten there or if the possums are somehow involved in the tobacco farming or if that's just the region, possum France, where the tobacco's from. Um, there's really no context. But number four, we have cheese. Again, no context. This I don't know if this was like an artificial flavor or I guess probably back then it was like cheese stuff, like small bits of It could cheese. have been a spoilage issue. Oh, like a Bosco, like a like a Bosco cigarette. I don't know. Zero out of ten. It was the rating on that. So, cheese did not pass the test. Number three, sun-kissed wet bread. Sun-kissed wet bread. And as history will tell us, wet bread was a delicacy in the early Americas. A uh, big thing over there. So, sun-kissed wet bread cigarettes. Those had mixed reviews. Uh, they never got out of the testing phases. Okay. Then number two. Uh, number two on the list of banned cigarette flavor, Think Tank 19, 1892, is iguana. Too fishy, it said, and slightly herbal. So that didn't make it through. Number one, banned ingredient on the ATF website, RJ Reynolds, 1892, is cannabis. That's right. Oh, no. They were making cigarettes 
from what they called dirt hemp back then, or dirt weeds. It was a lot cheaper than tobacco to grow, and actually it was given a 10-star rating from every participant. Um, they all really liked it, but for whatever reason, it wasn't pushed through. So there you have it, folks. The all-American dream, the American businessman. He really did it. An innovator, philanthropist. What an inspiring story. You, too, can be an American businessman. All you need, ready, supportive parents, a strong foundation for success built on the labor and resources of black and brown people, and a little bit of market manipulation. Happy birthday, and bring back cheese cigs. Yeah, hashtag bring back cheese cigs. I think that there's an untapped market there. I think. Uh, Can I ask you what you keep saying? No pun intended, and I don't know where because it means would be intended that she's not meaning to make one. But where? What is she saying that she would have to clarify that? Well, let her explain. I said it. biggest hit. I said smoky flavor. Uh, what is biggest hit? What's the pun? You take there? a hit. You hit it. Oh. She didn't intend to say it. But if she said no pun intended, that makes me think that she did intend it. People don't really say that. People don't hit a cigarette. Let me hit that. Can I hit that? Can she hear us right now? <laughs> you didn't intend any pun for the duration of the episode. Not at all. I, Jackie Lambert. I, Jackie will, Lambert. Will never, will never intend, intend pun. intend pun. Okay. Amen. Remember Mr. Bean and Rat Race? He kept going, no pun intended. The Turkish cigarettes were such a hit, no pun intended. You get it? I don't get it. She's calling you a turkey. <laughs> <laughs> if you could stop chewing while speaking, I would just... I All would right. Well, we're going to launch an investigation into this whole pun business. Producer Paul needs to polish off his uh, 3,000 calorie meal real quick. <laughs> and when we come back, I just want you to put on your seatbelts, put on your helmet, because it's going to get a little wild, and we're going to go to the phones. It's going to be a wild card segment, so... Um, li keep listening if you enjoy that part but if you don't like that part too much you can just turn it off right now Hello this is Wayne Ray Wayne Kretzky CEO of Starbucks.com here to tell you about our newest partnership with Uber the company of the car company Uber so what you can do is you go to your Starbucks.com account you money to your Snap account, and then we ship you anywhere you need to go. Just make sure you uh, pick the, the right next step, and then basically just put the address on it, and you can ship anywhere uh, you need to go. So starts the phone, X Uber, uh, coming soon, and you can use code GTF for free uh, spend. Everybody, wow, hey, thank you and welcome. Well, not thank you, that's like... You can thank them. Welcome back, everybody. My name thank is you. Josh Limita. Nice to meet you. Um, <laughs> and welcome back to the Happy Birthday Podcast. I, you know what, I went to uh, I went to the Hong, Pong, uh, the Hong Kong buffet the other day. You guys ever been there? Oh, yes, you know it. Yes. I ate my food, whatever. <clears throat> and I got up and I was going to, I was going to pay. And at the counter and the lady's uh, ringing me up. And this other woman comes up to the counter and just a real, you know, the word the kids use. Cunt? A carol. Yes. Oh. Yeah. A, bit of a, a bit of a Karen um, mm. came up and she said, hi, excuse Paul, me. Paul, I, I hate to do your job for you here, but the switchboard is just lighting up. I think we got to take some calls. 
And hello, who is this? It's Josh. Hey, it's Joe the lifeguard. Joe the oh, lifeguard. Hey, Joe. Hey, Joe, Joe the lifeguard. Thanks for calling in. I haven't seen you since last summer. Well, it's been you know we had it shut down and now we're open. So nice. What what's that you had shut down? Well, the pools and the lakes and the rivers and things where people swim, where I'm, you know, mainly work. Okay. Where is it that you work? Well, I'm a lifeguard all over the great state of Minnesota. Okay, Minnesota. Minnesota. Land of a thousand pools. Well, actually, yeah. You know, I was, I started off as a, as a, uh, like a pool janitor cleaning up after everybody. I mean. Wow. It was, you know, it was, everyone remembers that. That scene with Eddie Murphy and the baby Ruth and Caddyshack. And it's like mm-hmm. that. It's just horror stories. I could tell you for days. But I worked my way up and then I got a job being a little lifeguard. And now I'm the big lifeguard. So you cleaned up the pools, but now you save people from the pools. Yeah. Good for you. Hey, let me ask you a question. Uh, do you guys ever get in shipments of like many large shirts that you can like pass out to? bigger kids at the pool you know like those big pool shirts do they send you those for free and then you just hand them out to the kids well they're kind of yeah it's a free option but we like to charge for them because those kids they just take them and they just go home with them and then they come back the next day and they want to take another one so okay so what kind of kids are we talking yeah what was that what what type of kid would do something like that oh you know uh Larger men. <laughs> Larger men? Large men. So not children at all. You <laughs> you have no. a problem with adult men? A bigger fat men coming to take the clothes for the children at the pool? Well, they take the clothes from the children. <laughs> right off their backs? Well, that when you're seems swimming, like a separate you know. issue. <laughs> oh, they take their clothes off because they're swimming. Yeah, and then they can sneak up to the bench and they can't. But don't, but don't some of them need to wear the, the shirt while they're swimming because their bodies are unpresentable? No, and not you know we, we it's to twenty twenty one, so we're everybody's free. We're no body shaming here. If you're large and in charge, you're welcome at the pool too. Wow, very progressive. Yeah, I want to yeah. move to Minnesota. <laughs> kind of surprised to hear that you've adopted these progressive, uh, uh, progressive attitudes because I think. You know, I think I might have run into you one time when I was at a Grey Wolf Lodge in the Duluth area there, Lifeguard Joe. And I remember, um, I think it was you, but someone, a a lifeguard who refused to uh, perform mouth-to-mouth to to me after I was on the water slide because he said that I'd just eaten a big chili cheese dog and he was not putting his mouth on that. So do you have anything to answer for that? or? Well, I think I remember you, young man, and I I believe the stench was awful. (laughs) I'm on lifeguard Joe's side with this. That's we have us. We have younger, like you know, uh, what do they call interns? And we usually send them to do the rough work. And you're not. You're saying you're not one of these interns. You're a full all well, the way I'm, up. The, I've been lifeguarding for 32 years. You're telling me, Dan, you went and ate yeah. a big meal. Yeah. Didn't wait 30 minutes. Went on a water slide, and you're blaming this guy. I didn't say anything about how long I did or didn't wait, did I now? Did, did I you now? wait? I didn't have a watch like you do. So I'm sorry, I no guys. I want to circle back to this. You say 32 years? You've been a lifeguard for 32 years because more often than not, that's a <clears throat> that's a job a child does over a summer, and then they they go off to 
do something else, but you're a grown man. He's a senior lifeguard. Well, you know, it was a summer job for me, and I just fell in love with the work. And, uh, you know, when you go to work happy every day for 32 years, I'm smiling. I'm thinking, look at these children playing in the water. It's just <laughs> something I love to do. Hmm. I know you don't want to kiss and tell, but who is the hottest chick you ever gave mouth to mouth to? Well, I've been married for 42 years, so I don't think that's a very inappropriate question. So You began guess- lifeguarding as an adult then. <laughs> yes. We got to... What else happened on this day? It's not all birthdays. What do you got for us, Paul? Again, I don't want to try to do your job for you, but... <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't get over this, but I will try for the for the sake he of lo- the segment. He looks young. He looks, looks 50, 52. Mm-hmm. You look good. Thank you, sir. You must be wearing that sunscreen, hey? Every day. Okay. I, I have a growth on my neck, though, but I'm not sure that's from the Thank sunscreen. you very much, Lifeguard out. Joe. Um, I'm going to ask you a trivia question, and maybe... Uh, you could... Maybe you could win some money. Yeah. Oh, I would really like that. What? Take the, well, uh, not, take the missus out to uh, Joe's Crab Shack or something like I that. I didn't say the right thing there. Yeah, you won't... There's no money, I'm sorry. There's... Well, there's some money. There's no money. There's a little bit of money. There isn't any. I said the wrong thing. I'm sorry. Well, looky here, Joe. Yeah. Today's date is uh, July 20th. And that is... I, when I saw that... It was going to be July 20th when I was looking at my calendar yesterday, just standing in the kitchen, staring at the refrigerator, looking at the calendar. I thought, why does that date sound so familiar? And I remembered because there was something really important that happened on that day, on this day. Um, and I know you're a little more grounded to, to, the, to the, uh, the pools and lakes, but this is more of a, an interstellar event. That took place on January 20th. Or July 20th, even. J- July 20th. Which and is what, today. I'm supposed to guess what it is. And uh, I'll give you a hint, and this is the only hint you're getting. This happened during the summer of... Scissors. Sex. The same summer as Woodstock. Uh, total solar eclipse. Rongo Bongo. I think I know what this oh, is. Oh, wait a minute now. Hold on a minute now. Yeah. I would say it's the Haley Bob Comet. Nope. Oh, good guess. Summer think. of 69. Let me think here. This is I'm not allowed, I'm one not allowed to guess, small day for um for man, but a, but a great day for men everywhere. Yeah. Ah, there you have it. The moon landing. Nice. Correct. It was the day of the moon landing. Love All right. That. And Today? bonus. Yes. Today. Wow. We did it, Joe. <laughs> have you been Have you been waiting to say that? I'm sorry. <laughs> this is really good. <laughs> Thank you, Jackie. You're welcome. Well, tell him what he's won. <laughs> A little bit of money. No money. No, okay. there's money. I don't know. Well, whatever what? it is, I'm sure it'll be fine. Can you, as a bonus, I know this isn't really my place. I don't want to do your job for you, Paul, but as a quick bonus, can you name all the hundred men that were on that Apollo uh, mission? Apollo there channel, was Apollo. John Glenn, uh, Tom Hanks, Hanks, and mm-hmm. let's see, uh, Neil Armstrong's, 
but sure. Blitz Aldrin and uh, <laughs> Neil or uh, oh god, Ta- uh, Tyler Perry, Tyler, Tyler <laughs> Stephen Tyler, Neil Neil deGrasse Tyson, Neil deGrasse Tyson's. Wow. You know, it just goes to show you the old saying is true that a lifeguards do know some other stuff besides about pools and lakes. Sometimes they do know. Hey, well, space. I want to circle back to that. Uh, it is summertime, like we said. It's January twentieth or July twentieth. Mm, July twentieth. Um, it's getting hot out there. You got how any tips? Mu- you got any tips oh. for? I mean, how behavior, well, I dress code? Am, I am certainly glad you asked. <laughs> okay. This is a little thing, a little like the like a little thing I like to call Joe the lifeguard's summer swimming safety suggestions, or Joe S- for short. Love that. Very good. Ten of them. Here they are for you. Number one: always wear a helmet. <laughs> okay. Number Why is that? Two. Hold hold on. No, let him go. Okay, oh, well we're yeah. gonna come back is to that... that. If you want to keep going, that's fine. Sure, but we will, we'll we will we'll discuss it. Okay. Uh, number two, don't forget to apply sunscreen underneath your bathing suit. Hmm. One out of five bathers lose their swimsuit every 30 minutes, and you want to make sure you're covered, even on the places that aren't covered. Number three, be careful if you and your best friends are playing in the deep end. If you can't touch, it's too much. That's what I always say. <laughs> That's good. Um, That's words to live by. Yeah. Number four, if you're afraid of getting hit by a boat, wear a bell. number five wait 30 minutes before eating after you get out of the pool Mm -hmm. your hands will still be wet and you don't want soggy hamburger buns okay number six don't ever cry wolf when you're swimming because everyone knows wolves don't like water and they'll think you're foolish number seven don't share your snorkel with strangers number eight Collecting beach rocks can be deadly if you forget to take them out of your pockets before you jump in the water. Oh, the old uh, Sylvia Plath. Nope. Uh, Victoria Silvestead. Who was it that put the rocks in her pocket and walked into the river? Both of them. Number nine. If you bury your friends up to the necks in their sand, make sure he's got ample food and water to last him a few days. And number 10, if you think you're going to have diarrhea, wear a diaper in lieu of your Speedo. Sage advice. <laughs> Thank you for that. You're welcome. You know, I'm always, always got my tips. If anyone needs to come and talk to me on the street, I've got tips for them. So. <laughs> I wanted to, I was actually going to bring this up at a different time, but while we have lifeguard Joe here, I think this might be, the perfect time to bring it up. I saw a news article recently from uh, CNN, and it says, "Oh no, CDC warns not to swim with diarrhea." Oh yeah. Hmm. Um, and they're saying even if you've had diarrhea in the last week, not to get in the pool. And I was actually just wondering why that is, because I've had diarrhea every day for every thirty day. years. Yep, same. Well, you know, some people they carry the viruses in their stomachs, and some people get diarrhea from a Condition. So I think you're safe. Can you get COVID from diarrhea? If it gets in your eye, yes. <laughs> well, um, thank you very much, Joe. It yeah, like there was a lot one of those. Experience was, and, uh... What are you trying to say, Dan? <clears throat> oh, there was one of those tips I wanted to get into further, but I don't remember what it was. So I guess we can just. Oh, uh, the first can... one. Uh, the helmet. Helmet. Yeah. That's yeah. probably for diving, for right? Diving. 
it's for diving or if you're running, you know, they say don't run around the pool. I let the kids run around the pool. Just put a helmet on. If you slip okay. and fall, it'll it'll bounce off the tile and you'll be fine. And then there's also you have to think about everyone's always not this is not as much a pool thing unless you bring your own stones, but people are skipping stones all the time. And I don't know how many times I've been out in uh, Lake Superior, like whatever else, and people are skipping rocks, and I'm just boom, 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 just mm. off the top of my noggin, Billy Mays style, and it's not pleasant. And if you're already brain damaged, it's not too much of a problem, but if you're normal brain, it could be bad. So, yeah, put a helmet on next time you go for a dip. And wear a bell, too, like you said. Yeah, a bell. <laughs> to I love avoid that. boats. Yeah. yeah, that's really good. Should that be around the head, then, so it doesn't... Because your head should never be underwater, right? If it's if you can't touch, it's too much. Right. right. Yeah. You can put that bell around your ear or your glasses if you have goggles and glasses on. Interesting. Interesting. Well, lifeguard Joe, we're gonna have to let you go. I have to go now. All right, Joe. All right, bye, lifeguard God Joe. Bless. Keep Thanks safe out there. Thanks for bye so bye. much you ever do. Thank you so much. Yeah, I learned a lot. I did learn a lot, too. I actually did know a few of those tips already, but I'm mm-hmm. not all. I didn't want to jump in and be like, I already knew that one. I already knew that one. Right. But it did take well, a lot I, of self-control. That was a new idea for not me to that. wait after swimming before you eat because you'll right. get your shit soggy. Yeah. And you've probably experienced that. And you just thought these are some bunk ass buns. What the fuck? Yeah. Or like, I just wish there was a way to be dry, you know, before eating. But I guess. And he didn't say anything about towels. There was no towel talk no, at all. So I don't wait. know if he's an air dry guy yeah it's better for the environment and the environment that we're trying to create is one of birthday excitement inclusiveness comedy sexuality and social media ex- uh social media experience which is yes. jackie where uh you can find us on instagram at hbdpod hashtag jgf gang hashtag you're gonna love it bring back g6 hashtag r.i.p larry Hashtag we did it, Joe. Hashtag abominable pool man. <laughs> you can find us on Twitter at HBDBOD. You can find us uh, Patreon at HBDPOD. Don't That's get it. us confused with the band POD. No, no, no. We are, we are. Well, uh, this is the end of the podcast. Goodbye. Later, dudes. Happy birthday.